Thanks for pressing play. Since Microsoft announced that it's purchasing Activision Blizzard for $70 billion in cash, a lot of people have called this stupid. A lot of people have said they overpaid and other various things. So let's break down why this acquisition is actually a legendary move and examine the difference between acceleration deals in growing categories and consolidation deals in slow growth to declining categories. And let's also look at Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard from the future as opposed to from the present. We're sponsored by my good friends at Atranet. If you're looking at building a new corporate website in Silicon Valley and you're a B2B company, they have a rapid relaunch program. Check out atre.net today. That's atre.net. And my friends at Malibu Milk are the world's first organic whole plant flax milk. And I love this stuff. I know the founder, Brittany. I drink it pretty much every day. And... Um, it's extraordinary. So check out Malibu Milk with a Y dot com. And uh, on checkout, type in different 15 for your 15% discount because Malibu Milk is the uh, small, tasty change that makes a giant difference. Now, as Joey Ramone said, hey ho, let's go. This is Lockheed Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. Okay, so Microsoft overpaid $70 billion in cash. We'll get to that in a second. For Activision is insane, right? Wrong. First, at a high level, uh, there's two kinds of deals. There are what you could think of as category acceleration uh, mergers and acquisitions. And the purpose in these is the purchasing company, in this case Microsoft, buys a leading position in a category with massive future potential. They're not just buying people, products, customers, or even revenue. They're buying a dominant position in a category with massive growth potential going forward. And as it turns out, um, his behavior would indicate that Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, is a category designer. He's clearly buying future potential not past performance, which is what people buy in consolidation deals. Now, let me read to you uh, what he said in their press release. Gaming is the most dynamic and exciting category in entertainment across all platforms today and will play a key role in the development of metaverse platforms. End quote. Satya Nadella, Microsoft chairman and CEO. So this is the beginning of a bet for all the marbles on the new metaverse. And gaming is the category that is the gateway to the metaverse. Let's talk about why. The online gaming category in the U.S. was $166 billion in 2020. 
there are 140 million native digitals. Uh, if my memory is right, approximately 70% of them identify themselves as gamers. Askew's more male than female, but a lot of native digital uh, gals uh, are also very active gamers. Okay. So, uh, and the game business, the digital game business is bigger than in Hollywood. Just wrap your head around that. And I don't have the data right in front of me, but last time I looked, there was something like 150 or 170 some odd colleges in the United States of America that give scholarships to a new category of athlete called esports athlete. That's right. If you're a native analog, let me put it to you this way. Young people today can get a college scholarship for playing video games. All right, let that swizzle around in your brain a little bit. Now, um, as you surely know, Facebook changed their name to Meta. And uh, Mark Zuckerberg did a very bizarre public presentation about this whole change. In that presentation, he said Facebook is investing $10 billion. Microsoft just did $70 billion. Now, here's an interesting thing about Facebook's assets. If you look at all of their assets with Facebook itself, Oculus, Instagram, etc., their key brands, their key properties are startups that were venture-backed, started by a very few people that designed a new category, the category tipped, and bam, they became massive new category kings. Here's what they're not. Internal projects with $10 billion in funding. And we all know this to be true. Internal projects with $10 billion funding inside a major corporation, how often do they succeed? You think those committees inside of Facebook, a.k.a. Meta, uh, will really figure this out? Not so sure. Now, think about this from a Microsoft perspective. They're $70 billion puts them in the Metaverse driver's seat now. Facebook, let's say they're successful. Their Meta move won't be real for a very long time. And so Facebook, by buying Activision Blizzard now, is in the pole position now. Okay, let that swizzle around in your head. I want to read to you a quote from a recent New York Times article. And there'll be a link to this in the show notes if you want to check it out. The article is actually about how major sports leagues are are changing to reach native digitals. Here's the quote. Parents, teachers, and other adults are unable to reach them, kids, that is, children, if they are not also online, end quote. So here's the aha. We are at a moment in history where native analog parents, aunts and uncles, teachers, uh, church and community leaders, coaches, etc. will not and cannot have meaningful relationships with the children in their life that they love and care about unless they are willing to meet those children in the digital world because that's where they live. The native digitals have already taken over. 
This deal puts Microsoft right in the heart of the native digital world, gives them a massive pull position, and that's where all the growth is. So this is not an issue about overpaying. This is not an issue about just buying a uh, interesting and powerfully positioned game company. This is about the future. This is about the metaverse going forward and Microsoft achieving an instant overnight pole position with 140 million American native digitals. Now, what does all this mean for your business? Well, what's your company doing to do the same thing? Maybe you don't have to do a $70 billion acquisition, but it behooves the question, what 40-yard pass, to use a football analogy, what major initiative is your company undertaking to ensure that they will create and dominate new categories that matter to native digitals? That's a meta question. Ha, 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 ha. And one I hope you spend a lot of time working on. And we will be talking more and more about the whole switch from native digitals or from native analogs to native digitals. We'll be writing more about it in Category Pirates. And um, that's it. <laughs> All right. We would like to thank our good friends at Play Bigger Advisors, run by um, my brother from another mother, uh, Al Ramadan, and my sister from another mister. Uh, Mary Foreman, check out playbigger.com. And if you're in Australia and uh, you want to do legendary marketing there, check out my good friends at rapidmedia.com.au. They have a new technology that allows you to connect the marketing demand that you're creating all the way back through your supply chain. It's a stunner. Check out rapidmedia.com. And if you're in the UK and you want to do legendary marketing and you want to promote your category, check out my good friends at PositiveMarketing.com. Legendary PR and marketing communications in the UK and beyond. PositiveMarketing.com. Also, if you find these topics interesting, uh, we have been launching mini books on uh, on Amazon.com. And there's two you should check out. One's called A New Category of Human, How Native Digitals Are Transforming the $6 Trillion Stuff Business. And the other one's called Radical M&A, The Difference Between Accelerating and Consolidating a Category. Just go to Amazon.com, type in Category Pirates, and you'll find them there. All right, I need to remind you that this podcast is a sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network, and it goes much better with libations. Please don't forget to tip your weight stuff on the way out. And if you like it enough to listen, why not share this oddcast with your whole team? I need to remind you that today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes, and please consult your lawyer, shaman, mystic, doctor, bartender, uh, shrink, and of course, category designer before acting on anything you heard in today's uh, episode. Please don't forget to listen to Katie Lang. Uh, Eddie Van Halen was right. Check out my buddy Cole Schaefer and his legendary uh, newsletter, honeycopy.com. We are produced and edited by the GOAT, Jason DeFilippo. And he just launched a spectacular new newsletter called The Pivoteer. And if you're somebody who's looking at making a life or career change, 
then you're probably a Pivoteer too. Check out uh, The Pivoteer on Substack.com today. Sarah Knox and Jamie J do legendary technical execution. Uh, show notes by GM Simon. And Candy Dandy keeps all the trains running on time. That's it for now. Thank you very much for hanging out. Please stay safe, stay legendary. And the thought I'll leave you with is the future is not what it used to be. Yogi Barrow.